0: Lady Charmaine, are you sure this shadow work is light work? It looks questionable to me.
1: It's fine, McZuffy.
0: But what about toxic light work?
1: Ugh, just grab a warm beverage and settle in.
0: In scene. Just misfits.
1: Hello, beautiful misfits. Are you fed up with the good vibes only crowd? People telling you where to go and how to be present? Afraid to make your own choices and free to be you?
0: Feeling just
1: Trapped us too. Join us as we turn the light out on spirituality and get comfortable with the shadows right now with Misfit Mondays.
0: <laughs> um, Mick Zeppi here, pronoun Z Zem, and with me as always is the wonderful Lady Charmaine, pronoun she hers. Today we look at a check to the platinum roll and ask ourselves, before we do unto someone, are we doing harm unto them? This episode tools the groundwork for a trilogy of episodes that asks us to reflect on the platinum rule of treating people the way they want to be treated, not the way you want to be treated. So how can we seed empathy, germinate compassion, and blossom meaningful relationships with ourselves and others, and so, I mean, you and I, like, we haven't really talked a lot about like our our personal relationships. So, but I do know that both of us have a Chris in our lives. I well, I haven't. Well, he, Chris is no longer my ex fiance, but he's my still my friend. Like, even though we broke up, we remain the best of friends. Um, and that's kind of where this episode title comes from. Um, Back in my uh, younger, immature Sagittarius days, <laughs> oh, that Sagittarius energy was running strong. Um, there was a lot of pettiness and using hurtful words to really dig at people's insecurities. Like I could I could literally get under your skin with the, like just three words and it would cut so deep. I was fucking terrible. Um, so my Chris and I uh, came up with this safe word. And I, I mean, you use safe words a lot with BDSM too. We've talked, we've chatted a little bit about it's this, right? correct. It's a thing that we do. Right, like, and it's like the safe word because we were trying to navigate like consent um consent in a different way, because I think when we talk about consent, it's always like, don't touch my body, things like this, but this was consent as in like this is still causing harm, so let's chat about like how do we not cause harm um and so our safe word was daffodils, so whenever I was starting to be petty and starting to be mean or starting to yell or starting to just you know really act through my traumas without taking a beat, pausing and saying, "Oh, I'm causing harm here, Chris would be like. Daffodils, And I'd know that I need to get the fuck out of his face, turn around and leave the room. Um, and I think that this is a, like a great check for the platinum because I think a lot, like the platinum rule asks so much of us, but we also don't think about like, is this causing harm? And so I think this is that, that like little nuance within the platinum rule to say, hey, maybe we need to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves.
1: I love that. And now that you say that, I'm like, why haven't I had a safe word for arguments my entire life? Seriously, seriously, because I'm also a Sagittarius. And when that temper fires, like it is volcano fire, it is. Oh, it'll be dormant and it'll just lay low. And then one day that fire will breathe on you and melt your damn face off. Um, Wow. I'm learning so much in my old age. (laughs) (laughs) In my in my in my midlife age i'm i'm setting a safe word with my chris tonight on fighting rules all right
0: and make sure when you're setting that safe word it's one that one you won't use very often even in something in casual conversation like i would never ever talk about daffodils. period um, in that casual conversation, because I didn't want it to actually accidentally happen up. And yes, I knew context matters. Da 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 da. Yes, social justice warriors leave me to le- leave me alone. Like, um, but I know that like daffodils is one of those words. You you don't just randomly say daffodils. It's not like shouting fire in a you know a crowd movie theater or something. Like, You right. want to cause panic? That's
1: correct. I think platypus is a good word because it just Ooh. sounds funny. Or and echidna. I say what?
0: echidna it's that little um it's a it's a bird it's a wingless bird that lives oh i was gonna say it's the dangly thing in the
1: back of your throat no
0: that's not. <laughs> Come on, party, Smack <laughs> that dangly thing in the back of my throat
1: yeah that's a uvula just so we're all clear <laughs> not the same as a vulva or a urethra <laughs> now that we have our anatomy taken care of let's dive back into these <laughs> daffodils uh Oh, I'm just I'm still sitting with this how did I not have a safe word for
0: fighting Hey, It that? happens. I, well, <laughs> I think too like it, for me it was like I think ugh, there's some points like I know for a uh, bat 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 little bit that there's a lot of like thoughts in my head right now. So, um but for me like when we were when we were creating this daffodils thing like so to get to paint y'all the picture like I was going through a lot of trauma at that at that point in my life like navigating a lot of grief like I was angry all the time and I was angry because I was sad. I was angry because I was hurting. Like there's some wounds that were ripped open and like, I didn't know how to navigate those. I didn't have those tools to say, here's how I process this. Like therapy was out of options. Like I didn't have a lot of connections to care or community. Chris is a lot more stable. Like Chris is a Taurus, So he is grounded in like earth energy, like 100% stable. Nothing really phases him. Like completely like I'm, I'm empathic. So I pick up on your energies a lot can barely ever pick up on things from him. Like he's just stoic as fuck. Like you don't, I, we dated almost seven years and I still like, there's still little things he'll say that catches me. But all that to say is like, he was a little bit more self-aware than I was. And he was the one that actually suggested it. He was like, Hey, we need to have this word for when you're being a dumbass and like getting in my face and causing problems. Like let's do this. Um, But I think also to my point, like I had also had to say, great. Like I had to, I had to step into that, piece of compassion myself and that, you know, the empathy for him to not do harm and say, Oh, you're right. I am causing harm. Let's think about ways that we can navigate this. Um, So it wasn't even my idea. It was Chris's, but I think it's, I think it's a great way to just, I think that that self-awareness is a great way to see that you're not doing harm onto somebody.
1: What is Chris's astrological sign? He's a Taurus. Oh, my Chris is a cancer. So That's Mm. interesting. 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 Uh, So, when I think about this, it's really, and I know that we're going to talk about this in a later episode, probably next week's episode, but um, it's really about how we show up for ourselves. Within relationships.
0: Ooh, say more. This, 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 <laughs> there, I'm getting a ting- Like I'm getting my spidey senses tingling. I. I this sounds good. Go for well, it.
1: Well, when you think about it, when we're when we're acting out, we're acting through. Our, you know, acting out these trauma experiences in our body. Um, we are throwing so much of ourselves out, and. I think, especially as a Sagittarius and once the fire gets rolling, like we want someone to catch fire with us in a lot of ways. We want someone to mirror that and go off. So just so we have a valid reason to be mad sometimes because we don't know why we're mad. Like we're reacting through this trauma um, and we can't pinpoint what's making us mad. So if we can throw the fire and have somebody mirror it, in our relationship and start this whole, you know, toxic circle of shit. Um, it gives us that ammunition to be mad. Well, I knew you were going to react that way. I, you know, it's like, it, it goes down. Oh man. Oh, my 20 year old self. I forgive you. I forgive you because, (laughs) oh, that girl was the same way. Like if there were, I would make, I would come up with reasons to fight just to fight because I didn't understand why my body was so, um, overwhelmed with energy and emotion. And so really we have to, it's about how we show up for ourselves. It's, we might not always be self-aware, but it's recognizing like, Oh, okay. That's giving me this feeling. Uh, what do I need to do? Not projecting it onto the next person. Um or are hoping for that mirror, you know, as we grow and mature, we realize we I hope you realize. I've realized how awful that cycle is. Um, but how do we want to show up for ourselves within a relationship? because a a person isn't there to make us happy. It's not their job to make us happy. It's not their job to fill our voids. Um, they are to be, you know our yes and yes i love myself and because i love myself i have this human being that i can share myself with um i oh, i got so much coming in right now my throat chakra is full open
0: well i think too like it's also like if we take it if we take a beat and we pause it's also about relationships that aren't like intimate, that aren't like romantic relationships too, because I think too, it, this is all about checking in um, and sa- and you know not saying, well, I'm angry, so I want you to be angry too, or I'm upset and yelling, and I want you to be that way too, because that's causing this like this reciprocal harm, the cyclical, reciprocal, cyclical. Lord, there's a lot of like ugh, like s sounds. There that- there's a lot of <laughs> ickles in there. Yeah, it, there's a lot um but it's 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 taking that beat and saying oh this is causing harm and realizing that you're doing it. and it, and i think it's those people that we're closest to that we often cause the most harm to because we feel the most comfortable with them and also and i think to the other piece of that is that we also that it's like we're also the closest to them so there's that connection to them there's that like there's that history that shared history there's that love that there's that there's that feeling of companionship that raises up where with a stranger we often don't have that level of compassion, that level of empathy for people, because they're just somebody on the street, we're not gonna see them again. And so I think with this do no harm thing, it's it's looking at these relationships and saying, great, I'm causing harm here because I think that when we start doing that work in our personal relationships and that in that work with ourselves, it makes it so much easier to like expand that out and say, all right, well within my closed circle of friends, we've worked on it. Let's expand that out to people who are acquaintances. Let's expand that out to coworkers. Let's expand that out further and further and further. Because I think that at, at the end of the day, this do no harm thing while it starts with yourself, it's a, it's a connection thing. Um, It's all about making sure that we don't do no harm to anybody and making sure that we're checking back and going, how is this causing harm? Is this causing harm? Because I think sometimes even the nuances of what harm is gets caught up. And sometimes we, we try to like categorize and say that this harm is bigger than this. So that means that you've, you've done more harm. And I know I'm so guilty of this. There will be times where I'm like, well, you've done X, Y, and Z thing and trying to like, Diminish the shit that I've done, and I'm like, well, I didn't do it that badly, and it's like, no, asshole, you you actually did. You're you're kind of a jerk. Like, how I do mean, you take a beat? Take a beat and realize that uh you're responsible here too. How do you be accountable? So I think it's these pieces of like looking at what, and so I guess then it's like, what do we want out of our community? What do we want out of these connections? Do we want this harm to happen? Do we want the golden rule? Do we want the platinum rule? And if we want the platinum rule, what's the work that we're going to do to? to actually put into you know to make sure that platinum rule sustains our relationships which means that we need to figure out like what harm looks like which means that we also have to check in with people which then means we also now have to connect with people and then we have to start asking for needs we have to start communicating you know how does this work and how does this and how do how do all these pieces of us fit together where it's going to create this mosaic of life experiences that continue on and on and on and Jesus, now I'm gonna take a breather because that was just like <laughs> coming well,
1: out. I, I think in adding to that too, you have to check your your boundaries and your expectations. Yes. Because we put these expectations, especially as you're saying, like, the people that are close to us, we have these expectations. Like they're close to us. They should know what we're what we need or what we th- we're thinking or whatever. Um, these different things. It, it doesn't matter if you've been together, you know. 10 days or 10 years, while there are things that are learned in, in time, um, that person is not going to read your mind unless they are psychic, like seriously, like it, it doesn't matter. Uh, and based on how we are showing up for ourselves, similar situations do not necessarily mean that <laughs> you want the same reaction from somebody, right? Uh, so we really have to check in with, our expectations of people and, and communicate that, but communicating that through your own boundaries. You know, this, this is how I'm showing up. And this is how I would like you to show up. But I also understand if you're not capable at this time and giving people space to not have the time and not have the capability or not even want to, that's their choice. Um, but they don't know what you're expecting or what you're wanting if you're not willing to speak up and say it either.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. I was about to say, yeah, like that whole being okay with people's choices um, for what harm or like whatever that looks like for them and being okay with that. Because I think with Chris, I had to be okay that I was causing harm, even though it felt uncomfortable, even though I knew that I was doing it, it still felt very uncomfortable because I knew that I was causing harm. And part of me didn't know how to stop doing it too. And part of me didn't want to admit that I was causing it. And so I had to learn... And well, and it wasn't that I had to learn. It was just that I had to say, you know what? You're right. Uh, I'm causing this harm and I need to be okay with, not even, I, and being okay sounds weird. It sounds off. Like I had to acknowledge, I think acknowledge is a better word. Like I had acknowledge. to acknowledge. Yeah. I had to acknowledge that. Yeah, this is ugly and you're causing harm. But then he offered like this solution and it was like, and so I think it was like back to your saying with those boundaries and that compromise, he was like, this is my boundary. Here's how we can compromise. Mm-hmm. And I think this is beautiful.
1: I think so too. I think that is right. Do you need to? Do you want to do a summary or a wrap up before I do a guided meditation here? Because I feel like we've hit it.
0: Um, I think just the yeah. I think just the the summary of this is impact versus intent. I think that's the big. I think it's the big t- takeaways: impact versus intent, where you think that you might be you might be doing something that is beneficial or something that's not harmful, but then. Well, the intent is that in intent versus impact, let me, I just got a little confused intent versus impact. So you might think that you're intending to do something and not realizing that the impact of that is harm. So how do you, so in, in in this like doing no harm to people and coming up with a safe word and coming up and navigating these boundaries, it's saying, well, my intent is the X, this is what my impact is and making sure that you're always checking in to see what your intent versus your impact is. Mm
1: -hmm. And with that, let's uh, take a moment to think on our intentions. I know we're uh, coming up on the end of the year and, uh, you know, let's, let's end it strong and let's really uh, feel into intentions and how we're going to show up. Uh, for ourselves going forward, how we're going to show up in our relationships, whether that's in our homes, in our offices, uh, in your church or place of worship. Um, And with that, um, make an intention to uh, communicate boundaries and expectations clearly. So, Let's just take a nice deep breath here. If you'd like to close your eyes down or just gently uh, lower your lids a little bit. And as you breathe, as you inhale here, take a full deep belly breath. And as you do that, just really feel into the expansion of your diaphragm and your heart space. I feel like this is a you know a very heart-centered matter. And as you're here, let's think of one positive thing that we can say to ourselves in moments of fear, anxiety. This is where we really want to think into our root chakra as well. And how can you feel safe? Is it by just saying, I am okay. I am safe in this space. I honor my emotions. I accept my friends, family, partners uh, for who they are without my expectations. And really feel into a place of self-love and self-worth. Your emotions are okay. It is okay to feel the full range of emotions I do. I feel all of them, even ones that probably aren't in in books somewhere. It's okay to feel this wide Array of emotions and to fully live your life um, having these emotions. And when we find that emotion that is uncomfortable to us, give yourself permission and forgiveness to feel it, acknowledge it, and either step into it, lean into it, and really understand it, or to let it go for a moment until you're ready. Now let's set that intention to allow ourselves that feeling in forgiveness without negative self-talk, without hurting others intentionally or unintentionally. give yourself this gift of presence and peace of mind this season and going into the new year and when you're ready you can open your eyes gently or if you need to just take a few more minutes you do what feels right for you but know that we are here for you and we appreciate you so very much and we can't wait to uh Have you here with us next week at Misfit Mondays. Have a fantastic week.
0: Thank you for spending time with us on this week's Misfit Mondays. If you love what you hear, subscribe to new episodes and drop a review. Or connect with us on Patreon and Instagram. We're looking forward to catching you right here next week. Thanks, folks.